Hey everyone, welcome back to the World of Trucking podcast, a place where we talk about everything to do with supply chain and logistics. My name is John Marino, alongside my co-hosts, Rick Globitz and Travis Arvey. How's it going, guys? What's happening, man? What up? Another week, another dollar, or so they say. Yeah, or <laughs> another, minus dollar. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's all the same Depends. thing in our world. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be part two of the autonomous trucking. It's going to be the current state of autonomous vehicles. This is kind of a fun one because we get to talk about what is actually happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did a little bit of uh, research, about five minutes for this uh, topic. Now, we did more than that, I promise. Um, and there's a lot more going on than any of us even realized is how many, I mean, how many companies are there right now? It's, yeah, it's hard to it, count. It's, it's hard to keep track. Yeah, there's a lot. Well, maybe 10? Oh, I think there's more than that. I mean, yeah. I, I pulled up just in a quick search. I mean, there's a lot more. I mean, obviously, the big players are Aurora. Mm-hmm. Too um, simple, Locomation, yeah. uh, Plus, Embark. Yeah, and actually go ahead and share that, Rick. I know Rick's got a beautiful display here with... Uh, yeah, I'm prepped and ready. I'm locked I, and loaded. No. This is top secret stuff that he's <laughs> been working go. on. But, uh, you know... Let, I'm going to open the vault for you guys. Let's fire it up. Like, your your list of actually companies that are involved in autonomous uh, okay. vehicles, I mean, it doesn't just have to be the ones producing it. We could we could put those out. We could point those out like too simple. Sure. But also the people that are putting money into it. And yeah. I don't know if we have any numbers to go behind that, but uh, go ahead and yeah, fire us away. So, I mean, yeah, that that's one of the craziest things about this. As I said on the part one of this uh, automation uh, episode, you know, there's... This is a lot different, this go-around, versus, you know, Tesla and, and some of the things that have happened in the past. Like, I think this is one of the few times we've seen revolutionary, revolutionary technology come be put into play. And then all the competitors and everybody that, you know, has, has been doing it the other way actually go behind and back, you know, this technology. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's what's been the most surprising part of this to me. Um, you know, so you have competitors, uh, theoretically competitors like Warner, uh, or excuse me, co- the competitors rather would be like Navistar, Packard, Daimler. All these guys are actually invested in, um, in you know, investing in these automate, uh, automate autonomous vehicle type companies. The technology the tech, side of it. The technology side yeah. of it. Thank you. And then, and the clients are already getting behind it too. So potential clients being like Warner, UPS, Anheuser Busch, you know, uh, Goodyear, Nvidia, you know, uh, excuse me, Uber, um, Amazon, Swift. Uh, you know, these guys would be people that are buying this technology, and at, before it ever is actually coming to fruition, before they have a product to bring to market, they're already dumping, you know, a ton of money into it. I mean, just recently, Swift put another $200 million, you know, in, in, into potential autonomous, you know, op- options. And then, just because why not, you know, your typical people that are investing into uh, technologies like Sequoia Capital, for example, um, they're dumping a, a shitload of money into it. So it's just like everybody's getting behind this technology and trying to push it forward. And all those names are very real. Those, those are people who are actively already to date have this money at play within these companies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, money, money definitely speaks loud here. And it's, it's becoming more and more obvious. I mean, just what, like four, th- three to four years ago, Travis, I mean, Tesla was like, it was a, it was a, you know, a fairy tale or it was a fantasy of maybe having those ideas. And now it's becoming so real that Walmart has put in, I mean, and these guys, these companies are diversifying too. They got money in too simple. They got money. Oh, they're head Tesla. They, oh, yeah. Yeah, they got, yeah. they got investments in multiple places. <laughs> One of you fuckers are going to win here. You take five <laughs> yeah. mil. You take, you well, know, they, yeah. they must see the value in it. They must yeah. they see the reality in it. Mm-hmm. But I, do you have any numbers like off the top of your head, Travis, like how much some of these investments have been? I mean, I don't, uh, I was reading through UX Expresses, and I feel like they put $25 million in. That's, in too simple. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot for them because they're currently going broke. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, I mean, Richter front. said two hundred million for Swift. I know Swift's made two hundred million the last four quarters each. Yeah. So it's still a giant, it's a giant amount. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's but too simple in Aurora or public. Uh, you could probably find out who's the big holders in those. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know their stocks are down pretty. Every stock in technology is down right now. Mm-hmm. Might be a good time to buy some of those uh, mm-hmm. if you thought those were two of the leaders. I don't know if they are or not. Too simple seems to actually have stuff yeah, out on the road. I'd say I'd qualify. I would well, say that's uh, you there. know December twenty second. I was just looking at the article over here. I mean, too simple actually made a legitimate. It still blows my mind. It's hard to believe, but they made a legitimate driverless eighty mile run mm-hmm. with a truck, meaning no driver interference, no you know driver in the driver's seat. It still blows my mind how they even got that passed. I mean, they were driving on a freeway for eighty miles with other cars on the road. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they just went ahead and did this. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if they actually I, got it passed. They might have just went and did it. They might have just went and did it because it happened. <laughs> it happened so quick that you know it was it, it, it was wild. And then we have uh, that Locomation, which is another company. They're they're under the more uh, that that convoy situation where there's a driver in front and they got a couple of trucks behind it. I mean, they're making daily runs now from Portland to Boise, which mm-hmm. is crazy. That's a hard. That's not an easy route. Yeah, you're going up over the blues. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a tough. Yeah. It's, I think I just said that's a tough, which is that's a tough. That's a tough. <laughs> that's a tough. I do think that's you know I mean and that's also a testament to a lot of the argument arguments. Like the one there there are some things that are going to come into play to limit the growth of these companies that they need to that they need to look into and and some stuff that I want to talk about today actually as far as what makes autonomous hard to achieve. But you know a lot of the stuff that you're hearing as far as it being like well the truck can't put the triangles out as Travis likes to say or. <laughs> Or, or you who's know, gonna fuel well, who's gonna, who's gonna, uh, well, the truck can't drive in the snow at night. It's like, no, they literally already are. Like, you want to talk about the current state of where the technology's at? It's driving in all conditions, you know, rain, hell, or sunshine. Um, you know, it, it can do it now. Like, that's not a problem. You know, um, nighttime, uh, the 80 mile run was done at night. You know, mm-hmm. so that video we watched wasn't night. It was a nighttime, yeah. Yeah, and they actually showed what the truck was doing. I thought that was cool. They showed what the computer mm-hmm. was actually seeing at nighttime, and the that car was, was driving. Cool. Next yeah, to there it. was a few cameras on it. There was, yeah, and I think that's the point. I think the biggest hurdle they're going to have, and this is easy solvable, easily solvable, is that they're the other cars on the road. I mean, eventually, I mean, they're talking about now, you know, we, we just had 5G, which is still half and half hours working. They're talking about 6G internet and then cars connecting. And then you see like, oh, it's over. Like that would be actually doable at that point mm-hmm. and um, in reversing. Now, I mean, I don't know when that time frame is. I mean, that's that's definitely up for debate, but it does seem to be moving a lot quicker. And especially when you see these large Way investments yep. being made by companies that don't necessarily have enough, like a lot of extra money to put into things, mm-hmm. they see the value in it and they're seeing the change quickly. They're seeing the writing on the wall. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's just no doubt. I mean, if you really want to get technical and, and, um, this is, this comes from, well, obviously the CEOs of, of, uh, the, these, uh, you know, autonomous, excuse me, the (laughs) self-driving vehicle companies like too simple. And, but, um, also trucks, that's what everybody wants to say. The robot truck companies. Okay. Um, (laughs) but also from, from, you know, companies that maybe wouldn't stand behind this, you know, like. Like and wouldn't understand the technology completely and entirely well, like Amheiser and uh, and and the uh, current Class Eight vehicle manufacturers like Navistar, Packard, Daimler. You know they are already saying that this just makes way more sense for the self-driving technology than uh, consumer vehicles because it's like you want to talk about what's easy to automate. Let's go put. Let's go take the thing that's on the fucking highway for seventy percent of the time. You know that's that's what they want to target. Like that's the hardest part for the automated software like the hardest time for it to work is when there's like 
you know, 1100 variables, cars zooming in and all around them. The it, it, essentially it's the it's the variables that gets it, and the variables are the humans, <laughs> see mm-hmm. hum, the people crossing the sidewalk, the dogs, and the stoplights, the, the stoplights. You know, it's a it, even stoplights. It does really really well. It's it's the construction. It's the it's the humans. It's it's stuff that it's stuff that's not sitting still or that can react um, in a non predictable way, and it. In other words, it's humans. <laughs> you know, it's it's other human drivers and people. So trying to predict what a human action might be, and that that right. that is tricky, yeah. but it's not impossible. Yeah. You know, definitely not. I mean, we, we see it today. Yeah. Uh, if they if they figure it out, let me know how because I'll buy that technology so I can better understand my and wife. I mean, the, you know, the, and they are. I mean, even uh, you know, I know Teslas. There's been some. Uh, you know, you'll see video footage if you go on YouTube and watch some of the Tesla cameras that they look at. They can mm-hmm. actually they're actually being able to now. Um, it's still not perfected, but they're able to predict what a car might do. They're yes. looking forward and, and, and trying to predict what are the odds because that's all alg- algorithms. And when they have billions and billions and billions of mm-hmm. uh, computations that make that work, it is pretty hard to imagine. Uh, but it actually is happening right now. Well, and and so the rise, yeah. So they they have a planning horizon window. It's it's thirty seconds. These trucks can essentially see thirty seconds into the future. It's like and in that and over what those was thirty, that called again? it's it's called like... a planning horizon. Okay. And uh, in those thirty seconds, it's capable of uh, processing six hundred trillion operations. Oh uh, no, better yet, it'd be times thirty. It's capable of processing six hundred trillion operations per second. You know, possible outcomes. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm still struggling to figure out how to process one per second, you know? Mm. And so that's, uh, you know, as far as... Wait, you're saying cap- 600 trillion. Sorry, I got I to rag it. 600 trillion per second. Yeah, 600 trillion operations kind of per com- second. What kind of superhuman... I mean, supercomputers is... It? I mean, that's insane. That's insane. That insane. 600 trillion... Op- I mean, there's not that many variables to a human, mm. you know? And... So that's a, uh, but that's what it has to do, right? If it's going to be, it, people demand that this technology is near perfect before deploying it, you know? So yeah, I mean, that's what these computers can do today. You know, that's the current state. I feel like you might have some numbers for us. Not really. Not really. <laughs> I mean, I was looking up, I, saw, a, I, saw I was looking there. up a 10Q on Aurora, one of the bigger ones. They have mm. 500 million cash, a mm. billion in short-term investments. So they got a billion and a half, uh, too simple as like 1.2 billion. That they've already raised through public funds. Well, I would imagine somebody like Sequoia is probably dumping that kind of money in there. Well, it's yeah. a big thing when you, you know, I actually, one of the headlines is something that you just said, Rick, was, uh, you know, the um, the speed at which the automation of trucks is out, you know, it's outpacing a vehicle, like, uh, um, sorry, um, you know, how would you say, it? why am I getting that wrong? Like uh, our vehicles, like Tesla cars and mm-hmm. things like that, I'm not getting that right now uh, out of my mouth, but uh, it's surpassing that by a many, many multiples. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that reason is there's actually money to be made in, in what this will solve. True. I mean, big, I mean, again, I mean, I said this on the last episode of something like 150 billion was the amount of money that is potentially being lost by not having this. Mm. That's a lot of money. So when they look at, and that's per year. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, so when these investment firms and stuff, I mean, can you imagine what a company that actually solves this problem would be worth? Oh, I mean, it would be shocking. I, I try to I try to think of the last pro- I, and I don't want to call it a problem, but the last I you know the last revolution I don't know the the last big leap um, that was made that would you know cause this big of an impact in our world money wise and it's just kind of hard to see a lot of the innovations that are happening right now are super cool I mean everyone wants to follow the Elon Musk companies we've talked about this a few times Tesla SpaceX I mean these are cool exciting things. But the impacts that they're solving are, you know, they're not, for a lot of people, they're not sexy, right? Like, 
it's like, well, you know, we, we can better the environment. I mean, that's exactly why Elon is bringing a car that is undoubtedly, no, unquestionably the best car to market because he's also like, look, yeah, you're going to save the environment, but you're also going to look cool doing it and you're going to be able to go zero to 60 in 2.9 seconds. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll buy it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, this is something like you just said where it's like these companies have an opportunity to make a shit load of money, you know, um, because as everyone knows, logistics is necessary and it impacts the whole market. Um, Waymo is, is, is Waymo still part of Google or was that, is that still an offset? Because you start to wonder how much data are these guys sharing? You think they would collectively share a lot of this information um, and how it's operated because when they get these operations, they obviously save them. That's what creates the algorithm. So I'm curious that, you know, I mean, I, I just can't imagine when you say those operations that you you just mentioned about the 600 trillion operations per second and that mm-hmm. data actually being stored and then mm-hmm. recreated. And that's what makes it actually work. Waymo work. is owned by Google. Mm-hmm. OK. So and they, yeah. got some, they got some money to throw things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when they see big things like, you know, big operations like this, it, it will be done and it is being done right now. And I, I mean, I, I think going back and not trying to. You know, I don't look at this as a scare tactic. I don't look at this as a scary thing. I look at it as a great thing. I think a lot of great achievements will be made by this. It's just how it's going to be done. I'm, I'm curious. You know, I'm really curious. There's lots of, there's lots of questions. You know, I feel like insurance is a big thing for uh, most people. They, they like to talk about how could insurance, but you do see, you do see. Uh, What's oh, McLean Food Service? It's owned by Warren Buffett. He also owns all the insurance companies in the world, damn near. Yeah. He's investing into Too Simple. So he's probably trying to hedge his bets on some McLean stuff. That's a food service delivery, though. They don't do a ton yeah. of over the road. But I, I, I'm guessing it, if he thought like this would just never work insurance wise, that investment wouldn't be made if he just said 0% chance. Because a lot yeah. of people like to throw the 0%. We don't operate on 0% or 100%. Like, nothing's for sure. Because we've been proven it, wrong too many times. We've been proven yeah. wrong a lot. And a lot of people are like, nobody had ever insured these. But most of these companies are going to be self-insured. And if you got a guy like him that runs insurance companies willing to get in it, he probably figures it's worth, it's solvable on the insurance end. Mm-hmm. Or if it's not, it's still worth it. It would create so much money that it would be worth whatever. Like downfall, that might be. Yeah, how much? Like, how many big carriers are actually using insurance companies? Like none. Yeah, they they generally go to self insured as, yeah. as soon as possible. But I mean, that actually, well, we we do have our first guest coming up here in a few weeks, and he's insurance. That would be a great thing to bring up to yeah. him if he's heard about that, or if he's invested any time to figure out what that might look like. And then also, I know you know Tesla released their own insurance. Yeah. their cars and it's actually i guess very reasonable because they can they can see so many algorithms with how you're yeah. driving and how safe you are and whatnot so i wonder how that would look because remember uh back in the day it's so it's probably happening everywhere i think i had uh progressive or some shit they were telling you that you could get something oh, to put like, in your yeah. car or you could they would kind of try to figure out if you were a safe driver and you get a discount where tesla has all your information it's not yeah. a secondary add-on thing yeah so they could actually get real time and then change that as needed. Yeah. And because it, it yeah. wrecked my personal car insurance because we had it when me and you were still in the truck mm-hmm. and it just was like, bro, you're driving like fucking a thousand miles a day, <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you know, because yeah. it was hooked up to my phone. Yeah. Right. No. They thought I was in my personal car and it, I just got F's on everything. Get I, they didn't want to insure somebody who was going a thousand miles a day. <laughs> you're that's telling just me you're driving three thousand miles a year, but really you're driving yeah. one hundred and twenty. Yeah, I know. 
That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, 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 it's important to see. I think you can look at Tesla. Tesla again, and, and you know, I don't stay up to date on this. Like I are up, you know, up to snuff, as my dad would say, on some of these these topics, as I would maybe like to. And I, it, there is a lot going on in the background, though. When you look at these investments, I mean, that's a ton of money that they've dedicated solely, just not even just to, to autonomous vehicles, but autonomous trucking, which is. Um, I mean, they'll find a, a, a use case for it. Mm. It might be different from what we think, but they'll find something for oh, it. Yeah. yeah. And I think it'll start in, you know, the, um, uh, you know, what you mentioned the other day about dump trucks and stuff. And they actually already are doing, you know, machinery on field because that's a controlled environment. Mm. Yeah. You know, so they got machinery. That's a great place to test. But then, I mean, the most important is on the streets because they can actually see. Mm. We saw one the other day when you and I were driving, we saw a, a vehicle all wrapped up in that mill. You know how the brand new cars, they're wrapped up in like a camouflage. Have you seen those driving around? Yeah. There was an autonomous something. I don't, I don't know what brand it was, but it was driving, and the driver was in the car. And, I mean, of course, I couldn't see if he was holding the wheel, but I'm assuming, you know, he had the little thing spinning like uh, Aurora has, you know? The lighters. Yep. So, I mean, they're lighters, doing this lighters. stuff everywhere, you know, trying to get data and, and, and stuff in the field. And that, from what I understand, that's how it works. Like, that's why everyone is talking about how Tesla has such a, a, a big advantage over everyone else's because it's almost like miles driven equals efficiency of technology of, of the technology it's like it's okay to be able to process you know 600 trillion operations per second but you got to have that many operations you know uh available to process essentially like that yeah. many different options and the only way to go get that is to go put miles down and um i i don't know it's a good do you know if a tesla's uh tesla's uh you know, autonomously self-driving vehicle data is publicly released. Like all the data they've gathered from their truck cars moving. I don't think, I don't know if they, does anyone have access? I don't know if more data should equal better, like uh, driving, better driving. If if you have more data points to choose from, Mm. that's kind of how everything works is when you have less data, it's harder to figure out. But now these people, you know, most of the, like the high frequency trading and all this shit. It's just because they have so many data points to choose from. Mm. You know, most of these hedge funds are making money on just computer. But it, I'm sure when this started in like the 80s, there was a couple guys that started doing it real, real early. But now I think probably we could do it. it mm. We could probably buy somebody's software and put some money to work and it's, you know, make it 12% a year or whatever. But. Well, I'd like to one time, at one point, get some software people on whatnot. But I do know, like the greatest software is a lot of open source. They do mm-hmm. open source yeah. a lot of this, even the self driving. I've heard. I don't know to what point and where they get, but they they open source for that reason. They can get more people involved yeah. on the backside, and it's. I don't really understand how it works because to me, I'm thinking that might be proprietary. But they do get all this yeah. stuff in to see, and how much, like, if you. Are these things hackable? I, I so hear that. That's that's I, I, I read this yeah, a lot because Too Simple is owned by Chinese. Mm. By by a Chinese, uh, they call it a like the money comes from somebody in China. Mm-hmm. It is based in San Diego, mm-hmm. but it is Chinese people that own it. And I, this wasn't like trucker forum stuff. I was reading this was on Forbes saying mm. that could be a big hurdle for them to get problem. government approval. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe Aurora wins that because they have American companies, and mm. you know if. It seems like these smart hackers can hack about whatever they want. They can shut down pipelines. Yeah. They can do this. They can do that. Is this hackable? I was just reading CR Ingham got hacked, and they're yeah. saying customer information got spilled yeah. uh, over this hack. Like it, That would be a real thing, right? Is mm-hmm. how Are these things unhackable, or are they more hackable because it's one computer out in the open? It's not 
so part of a database. That, so I started kind of going down that rabbit hole a little bit for, uh, and it, and the specific one I'm talking about is is what are actually the real issues? You know, like uh, obviously it's not the triangles. You know, it's it's going to be something like that. And you know, the couple things that were brought up, um, you know, out of the three things that I found that I was like, okay, I understand. It, you know, hacking was definitely brought up. Like, and of course, is always they use Tesla as an example because that's where the prim primary self-driving type uh, technology is. And um, they have found a couple. Tesla has a whole program, obviously, dedicated to making sure their cars are unhackable. They literally pay third parties to come in and hackers to come in mm -hmm. and try to hack their stuff. If they can hack it, they get whatever. And um, and obviously, for the most part, Tesla hasn't been able to be hacked. Um, there has been a couple situations where they did get hacked, though. The thing is, though, is if you actually understand how the technology works, which is what we're talking about today, um, first off, to you it's possible to hack into a single unit like it's possible to hack into you know one car like the real danger is if they were able to get just like a whole fleet of cars and just drive them all to rhode island or something you know like just do some random random shit with them um that so far has proven completely unhackable just because of how it's all set up and like how how it all works um, now in the, in the event of hacking, the, the point is, is even if we could prevent it, we still need to have fail safes. So what they did is they have fail safes, uh, put together to where they can cut the link from the truck to all, from all the servers and then just truck parks, you know, truck pulls over, truck pulls over. It's like a kill switch. It's kill switch engaged. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what their answer is to it obviously you know and, and it could and here's my issue it's the one thing i will say it's like i think that it's going to class 8 v autonomous vehicles are going to get a whole lot more attention from hackers terrorists things like that because you actually have a pretty dangerous uh piece of machinery it's not just a tesla it's an eighty thousand pound missile going down the road mm -hmm. you know that's that's going to catch the attention of a lot of people so this needs to be absolutely bulletproof i mean it will end you know it it could set the end at one time of this happening could set the industry back a decade and you know so obviously they're pouring a ton of money into it but that fell safe measures really what they have is like hey end all be all we just cut we turn the vehicle off you know um there's a kill switch the you know, and then outside of that, it's just building as close to an unhackable piece of technology as you possibly can, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if anything's completely unhackable. You know, um, that brings up such a good point because I mean, it's going to sound a little bit foolish, but I, man, I've, you hear about this all the time. It's yeah. like, what if they're hacked? And I mean, it's a, it's very valid. I mean, computers by themselves mess up; they get a bug in them. You know, however that works randomly, things go go haywire. But that would be like going back to the the first time an uh, autonomous truck gets in a wreck and kills somebody or just yeah. gets in a wreck period it's going to be a problem if a truck gets in a wreck because it was hacked major issue major, major. that's like another <laughs> level that would be and it should be actually i mean that's it actually stuff be. i believe in yeah. like major regulation but it you know oversight and i'm sure these companies do have that to like the nth degree of yeah. of of making sure it doesn't because that's a huge problem especially like travis brings up this is a chinese company that we have to protect. I mean, like we banned TikTok for crying out loud right. because of those problems. I mean, this is way more dangerous. Way more know? dangerous, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to be an issue. And you guarantee, like, guaranteed, they will be hacked. Guaranteed, somebody will get through the system because mm -hmm. it's it's bound to happen. Now, it's technology. Yep. If they use things like blockchain and th certain things like that, you know, I know those are a little bit tougher. I think 
I'm coming again. Better hope so. <laughs> I would, it would be it would be fun. Like we definitely should get somebody on here that has some understanding of like uh, actually cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, one name comes to mind, Jeff. Uh, you know that uh, a friend of a friend, and you know to see where their thinking is with that. Because I'm sure with drones, I mean we have drones in the military. Mm-hmm. Like right, like those would be like the number one ha- hackable <laughs> thing ever. Like they would want to hack those, yeah. and so that that's interesting. Hacks a fleet of killer drones. That's a that's something straight out of a. Like a you know transformers. It is crazy to think of like where warfare is going in that way though too. There's a point where like we aren't actually out on the field anymore, but it's so much more dangerous when you got robots trying to essentially you know robot truckers as we like to say them. But I mean it does become crazy when you start thinking drones in the air. There's no actual like man versus man type thing. Yeah, this is going off on a whole (laughs) number no whole other subject, but it is it is a vulnerability that we would have to that we would have to figure out. And the more and more that happens, it's going to be that goes back to a long time ago. uh, Trav, you brought up you know being on controlled roads and stuff because if a truck did go crazy and it just crashed into a bunch of trucks, big deal. It's just freight. Yeah, but with people on the road, different different scenario. Yeah, I I mean, like I said, I think it would the it would definitely set every. I mean, politicians, news media sources, as they should, would scramble all over that and. And mm-hmm. like I said, as they should, um, It'd be big if news. it was a hack, it would be huge, huge news and, and it would pretty much put a stop to every single one of these companies for a long time. But you know, that's, uh, got to trust in capitalism, <laughs> you know, I mean, cause they have everything at, at stake. I mean, you're, you know, that it's, if this happens once, I mean, this company is obviously highly incentivized to prevent something like that from happening. You know, it's a death sentence to their company. So, um, where does that liability go? I would have, does it, does it go hacked, to Waymo or does it go to Swift? If they get hacked, I feel probably like everybody. That would go to I Waymo. mean, probably a little bit of everybody. Yeah, and that's, with insurance now, that's kind of how it works. Yeah, on the uh, on the on the law enforcement side of it, I imagine if you hack like Ricky G's bank account, like you could get in a little trouble. You might have to go to a white collar prison for a little bit. You hack a truck and kill people. I th- I think you're going to jail for the rest of your life. You should. Yeah. You should. Yeah, because that maybe be- that's why they don't hack drones. You hack into the government, you're getting in real trouble. Yeah. You hack into some or they're gonna Wi-Fi. Hire you. <laughs> they're going to hire you. <laughs> but I mean, I I don't. You know, when you when you look at like the drones, and that's uh, something I never thought about. But like terrorists, you know, they don't care about going to prison for life. You know, they they'll suicide bombers and stuff. So I mean, they, they it's different there. But I can definitely see like your your point as far as I don't think people would hack it for fun necessarily. I think it would be more of a, a warfare no. type situation. Yeah. But then again, the security on a drone. If you apply that security to trucks, I mean, it's got to be that, that security's got to be high. I guess what I'm saying. It's got to be real high. It's definitely. I mean, it's extraordinarily high. It's extraordinarily high. I mean, and, and even and even what you're seeing in the private industry, it's the the level of sophistication we have as far as keeping technologies from being hackable um, are very very high. Apple, just your phone, your computers, and stuff. I mean, that's very very supposedly unhackable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and on top of that, I think that's why they have, you know, the different levels of automation and why everyone hasn't really even started to discuss level five. You know, it's always, it's always you know, we're going to offer a level four product, which, you know, I, the definition is high automation. It, it says automated to perform all safety critical functions and roadway conditions for a full trip, basically, you know, to do everything. But it says driver is still present, right? That's the difference between level four and level five. It's not the it's not the uh, amount of stuff that's being automated. It's just the requ- the 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 requirement to have a human driver present. So, you know, they haven't really even from what I could dig and find out. I don't think anyone's t- completely really even talking about level five for a couple different reasons. Um, but 
Uh, maybe can that's one us, of them. Maybe that's one of them. Can yeah. you walk us through those levels really quick? I mean, just so we can kind of catch up and, and save them have to go back to the last episode. Sure. I have them memorized. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so first level is just driver assistance. We have that now, right? So cruise right. control is a great example. Um, level two is partial automation. That means the steering and acceleration de deceleration is automated. We have that now mm -hmm. still uh, to this day. You got predictive, uh, you know, cruise control, lane assist. That would be level two. Level three is uh, conditional automation. All safety critical functions are automated, but the driver's still present for certain tra uh, traffic and environmental conditions. I'd argue this is more of where Tesla's at right now, but they're they're claiming level four, soon to be level five. But anyway, um, you know, that's basically... It sounds like that's where about everybody's at. Uh, yeah. You minus know. minus so the... 180 mile run or something i'm cheating over here by sneaking at your laptop but what is the uh i mean so conditional automation all safety functions are automated but so i mean that that means braking yeah. uh that i mean we're, we're definitely there and then the high um high automation i mean i think that's more um what's that say automated to perform all safety functions and roadway conditions for full trips so conditional automation would be like okay i can do everything i need to do on the highway but as soon as i take that off ramp the driver's got to do stuff yeah and tesla i mean that's that's three that's, that's three. three. So, that's I mean, Tesla's three. definitely, I mean, they're, they are doing city streets. They're level four. Yeah. yeah. They're level four at this time. And, um, you know that, and then that's just basically, Hey, I'll do everything, but yes, human still needs to be in the vehicle. Right. You know? Right. And I think, um, you know, I don't know. I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on this, but I think for the time being, that's a good place for trucking to exist. If you can get to level four, um, you know, you're, you're doing it. You're, yeah. you're, I think I kind that's of, a good idea. I kind of picture, you know, on like the tollways back, I don't know if you've been in back East. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. And the tollways, you know, when you pull in, it's very, it's very simple how they do the tollways back there. I mean, it's, you know, you're basically going on the freeway and you get off in the giant, uh, toll plaza and, uh, and then they're easy to park. Mm -hmm. And then that's where your trailers would be. Like mm -hmm. I could see that actually coming to formation quickly. I think, you know, in certain areas, like when we talk about downtown LA, I mean, I think we're. We're out of, you know, that's a ways down the road because that would be like, like extreme. Uh, that's extreme not where the money's made either. Yeah. And it's not exactly. You're going to, you're going 40 miles. Right. Hire a driver. Yeah, exactly. You It'd know. be better. You'd have great driving jobs for those guys. And uh, that's not actually what we're trying to even fill. Yeah. That's yeah. not what we're trying to do. I think, yeah. and, and the tech, to be clear there, you know, too simple being an example saying, yeah, that we, we could do that even, you know, mm -hmm. what you're talking about where it's just like busy LA street with a million different data points thousands of things flashing across their computer screen as far as potential uh, risks and hazards for the truck to evaluate. The trucks can do that now. Uh, that's not, that's not a, you know, that's not a challenge for them, if you will. But um, uh, that's not what they're being, what they're trying to be allotted for. That's not the market that they're trying to sell to. Um, but the fact that it's able to do that, I think is a, a good indicator that, okay, well, it can, if it can handle that, then it certainly can handle these applications we want to, you know, well, apply it to. Mm. So I don't know. What are the chances of us getting a ride in one of these Aurora trucks? Do you think? I'll make some calls. We should, because that, that would change, like that would change everything. Like if you actually felt it, I mean, that's even, cause actually I know when, uh, I never had the uh, level four with the Tesla, mm -hmm. but I've, uh, the level three for sure. And there were some things that were great, and then there were other things where you'd be going on an underpass and you feel a little jerk, and you'd be like, uh, well, "I don't know about this." Uh, I don't like that. Uh, you know, because I mean, those, those are the things. Those are the things that people commonly talk about with yeah. that. But I, I mean, we got to get ourselves a ride in one of these because that always is one of those that you don't realize where it's at until you feel that, and mm -hmm. then you're like, "Oh wow, oh, wow." And that's and that's a lot of the problems with the level three technology that's in place right now with with you know manufacturers that people talk about. I will say that I've heard the stories, but I haven't felt it myself. So, like, the Bendex Wingman, I think, would be 
Um, the new fusion that's available, I, uh, I think by definition that would be level three. You know, the truck can drive itself on the highway. You know, I mean, you think about it. You're not doing anything. I mean, it's in cruise control. It slows down, speeds up, depending on what's ahead of it. And uh, and if you start to drift out of the lane, it kind of kicks you back into the lane. It's not perfectly, you know, handling the steering wheel, you know, perfectly. But I, it's it's almost there. So I would I would say like two level two to three. And uh, um. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that, you know, you hear those stories about the truck. Well, I had the fusion package and the truck went under the bridge and the shadow caused the truck to slam on its brakes. And, you I've know, had, fuck I've had that, that technology, <laughs> you know, <laughs> our, you our really? Volvo would do that. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it's it would be but, like a shadow or something mm-hmm. when it was the, when the sun was hitting an overpass a certain way. Sometimes it would it would break for no reason. There's different levels mm-hmm. of quality, though, for sure, because we had a you know, we had a Toyota High- Highlander that had the steering. You could let go and just let it drive itself for a while. And it was just real like it would just go down the road and kind of like go to the right it was bumper bowling it was just it was it was just going from side to side and it wasn't even going straight and the tesla was it it had more predictive technology and i guess that's probably not the right word for it but uh what'd you call it earlier i can't remember what you called it um where it looks ahead and it will actually see and then it it drove straight like you could let go of it and it would well you're not supposed to let go of it because it feels the weight of your hands and start to beep at you. Well, you but can always get the, the little weights. They do have the little weights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they have a little weight so you can actually totally get rid of it. But, uh, you know, there's definitely more technologies there than the Planning not. horizon. The plan, that's it. Yeah, planning, planning horizon. horizon. So I guess, I mean, Tesla's planning horizon obviously is much greater than that. Yeah. But, I mean, you see that that self-driving or steer assist or whatever they call it and everything. That yeah. trucks now yeah. are getting that, right? Yeah. Can you spec a Kenworth now with yeah. that? Absolutely, been able to for a while, and That's and crazy. the and the 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 new Wingman Fusion package. We need to get we need to get the Bendex rep on because he he obviously can go into this much more in depthly. But there's even been further advancements made with this Bendex technology that allows the truck. I mean, it's 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 very very good. I would I would probably argue it's even better than, I mean. I would, I mean, I'm going to argue that it's better than the Volvo tech any day of the week, just because obviously I'm probably a little biased, but it's, um, it's very, very good technology and I haven't experienced any jerking or anything. Now, um, your, the one, the one car that I rode in that was really, really good with this stuff was, uh, I, I went with my, I drove up to St. George with my friend Josh, uh, and his, in, in, in a Range Rover Mm. and that Range Rover, I mean, it was like good great yeah Yeah. i I mean it just kind of held the lane and did what it was supposed to do so yeah i mean level two is basically i mean it seems like it's just common tech like if the car doesn't have it and you strange yeah yeah you know when you're a new vehicle buyer i mean it's strange if it doesn't have it yeah no for sure no, I think we, we probably sound like we're trying to sell uh, self-driving tech, which is not the case. I think we're just a little bit nerdy at heart. And plus, there is it's exciting. a lot to gain yeah. by it. You know, I, and that's, that's I mean, we talk, spoke about this last week, too, but there's a lot to gain for the drivers in the industry. Yeah. Because these lanes that we're talking about, you know, you know, some they're what you don't them, want to do, <laughs> but they're the ones the lanes that we're talking about are the ones that you take you away from family. Mm-hmm. And some people do like that, but I mean, again, you know, it's, I mean, Can I think those are still going to be there. Oh, there's point. Yeah. You know? I doubt. And we're talking years out. Yeah. We're talking out. years out. I'm wondering, you know, if Apple sends a truckload of computers with one of these, you, you know, there could be some, 
some cargo safety issues where they're just like, huh, but a $12,000 load of Coca-Cola, right? let's put it on there. If you <laughs> want to unload $12,000 worth of Coca-Cola and try to sell it uh, you know, on the market, knock yourself out. Yeah. If you have a million dollars worth of computers, maybe you just have a driver do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have that highly sensitive, uh, you know, military stuff. I mean, they're going to, you know, obviously there's yeah. going to be applications yeah. for it. But I mean, the most of the stuff that actually... But, I mean, to go back to your point, uh, last week, uh, I, I don't know if it was Rick or Travis that mentioned that, uh, you know, you get, you get you know, a, a thousand even autonomous trucks on the road that are running. I mean, it's going to drop rates. It's, it's yeah. going to do that yeah. stuff. But, you know, again, I mean, you find value in it. There's going to be value for us. I mean, we'll find the value in it mm-hmm. in our company. I mean, we it, it, people will Every trucking it. company will have to. We don't even know. Don't. I know. I know part three is the future. <laughs> but you don't even know the application of these. You don't. No. Is it going to be Swift running them? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Coca-Cola themselves just saying, hey, we already got trucks. We already got all the insurance. Let's mm-hmm. just run these. And it just pulls those loads out of the, out of the market. Uh, I think so. I mean, think of why trucking... Uh, I mean, I think a lot of companies, it's my opinion, that a lot of companies don't just have their own trucking division, their own logistics division, because they don't want to deal with the hassle and heartache, right? That's why you outsource certain things. And trucking is definitely one of those. For anybody who says trucking is not complicated, um, got news for you. It's it's a complicated business. You know, it sounds simple. Take one thing from one place to another, but... It's, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. And I think uh, a lot of companies see that and they're like, ah, I don't know. I don't want to do that. I'd rather outsource it. And one of those, the biggest variables, one of the things I find myself coaching trucking companies about with a lot is how to hire an employee. You take the human factor out of it. They don't have to hire anything anymore. And now it's just a money game. It's capital. Who's got the most money? Who's got the most money? Well, I'm sorry to say, you know, newsflash, but it's not (laughs) trucking companies. How dare you? (laughs) Well, that's true. I mean, the human factor makes everything more difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we could take it from that. but That's what actually makes the autonomous thing stay at level four and not go to level five faster is the human factor. Mm -hmm. And trucking companies, what makes it difficult is the human factor. Anything to do with that when you deal with different... um, you know, levels of difficulty and, and things that could change and things that come up. I mean, that's a problem. And whether we like it or not, whether it sounds fair or not, I mean, we we'll, we will try to eliminate, or not we as in just us, but I mean, everybody, that's why the capital is dumping in there because there's human factors to deal with. Mm-hmm. And that could be regulation with hours of service. That could be there's not enough drivers or they're, they're you know, estimating there not to be enough drivers at a certain amount of time and a certain time. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're dumping on it so heavily right now yeah. is they're trying to fill these lanes. And it makes sense. If you can automate this stuff, do it. I mean, warehouses yeah. are already automated. They go to any Amazon. They're already automated. Uh, the water, you know, like Niagara is automated. Yeah, they have automated loading. Yeah. I mean, it's already here. Right here in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we saw that in COVID big time. And we're seeing it still with em- employees. And, and that's a big factor right now is, I mean, all the emails I get when I'm trying to add a driver, they're like, oh, wow, you guys are actually st- still adding, how you guys are adding people in this kind of employee market? Because mm-hmm. um, we're fucking origin. And that's why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when that becomes <laughs> Don't a Don't worry about it. Mind going- your own fucking business. How about that? The <laughs> <laughs> top secret. But, you know, when, when people got to say is like, yeah, there, there's a lot of truth that, you know, the, the original $15 an hour or $20 an hour, and they're raising it much higher than that right now, isn't even enough to support a family in, in the current market. No. But what they're going to start doing is saying that $20 an hour times 
you know, this many hours times this many people. And if automation can actually eliminate, guess what's going to happen? It's going to eliminate. They're going to eliminate. Yeah. Whether it's a good, whether it's, you know, grandpa says it's right or not, it doesn't matter. I mean, they're going to take care of it. And, and with, with new innovation comes new jobs and new, new ways, rules oh, yeah. of life and stuff. So I, 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 I really don't buy the job argument a lot of times just because, not that that's what you were trying to make. You, you were call actually. call me a liar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you're wrong, boy. <laughs> you know, they, this will never work. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now about another thing. Um, but they, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that you're going to have to worry about that as far as it's going to create new jobs and better jobs, you know, more healthy better jobs, jobs yeah. more, more healthy, mentally healthy jobs, stable jobs. But um, the, yeah, the I mean, the big thing with technology, if I could remember where the hell I was going with that, um, <laughs> the big thing with this technology is it's, it's, it has many more implications than just what it's doing for the trucking community. I mean, it's affecting the world in a great way overall. You know, take produce, for example, right? Like, say you got to move produce from California. It's, it's, it's whatever season of something that comes out of California, borderline exclusively, and it's got to go all the way to Washington, D.C. Well, first off, there's a, half, there's, a, there's a lifespan of that product, right? So every day that it's on the truck, it's on the shelf for that much less time, right? That's why a lot of produce people want their loads ran via team. It's because they want more days on the shelf to sell more stuff. Um, well, if you're autonomous, obviously you're that, well, the truck is the ultimate team. team. It's the ultimate team, you know, so you're, it's going to get there quicker. So it helps out. It provides maybe, maybe theoretically your cost to buy produce is, can, it can go down, you know, can deflate, you know, because the, the produce can sit on the shelf longer and last longer or, you know, different things like that is my point, right? Mm -hmm. it, it impacts it impacts the world as we know it in so many more ways outside of trucking company profitability increase margins increasing because, um, whatever you know, it's there's there's a lot of a lot of things at play. Yeah, so take the good with the bad. I mean, really, yeah, there's you got to take the know, good with it's progress. Progress hurts. Like progress hurts. Yeah. You know, it, it it has throughout history. Um, you know, a lot of people say if we could go back 100 years, and man, you don't want to go back 100 years. It was tough. It was really hard. Miserable. Of course, there's things that we can always do better as peoples and generations, but I think we learn from that, and that's that's a common mistake. I mean, you know, people want to go back to sometimes medieval times. You're like, no, you don't, man. No, you don't. You what said the wrong word. You head, yeah. head chopped off. And progress yeah. hurts. Progress hurts because it's making well, you hurts. go outside of your element. Yeah, comfort zone. Yeah. Comfort zone. And that, that's always, you know. Growth uh, is a bitch, painful. man. But it is better to look at it like you just said. I mean, we, we are specifically just talking about moving trailers down the road in, 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 in a form of trucking. But it could benefit and it will benefit all of us is, you know, in humanity. It's consumers. Much greater. Yeah. If we can move things like that. And I mean, it, um, if you're willing to adopt, great. If you're not, I mean. It's, it's evolution. So if you're 1990-ish, I started in the 90s. Uh, in My life started in the 90s. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I graduated high school in 1994, and then I got into the trucking business. And a couple things. I was doing vacation relief for some stuff. Trying to find these fucking places is a disaster. We didn't have GPS back then. Mm. Even if we did, it wasn't good. And you had to stop on the side of the road, go to, go to a gas station, and use a payphone. So look at the evolution of how it's made a trucker's life better. Mm -hmm. Now you got a cell phone, you got a blue parrot headset, you can talk to anybody you want while they're running down the road. You got a GPS. I mean, you literally just hop in that thing and tells you turn right, turn left, turn right. Back in the, could you imagine laying out fucking maps and trying to remember? Like that's where I think 
a lot of the truckers say like, uh, you know, it just, you need experience. You need this, you need that. You need a couple years to learn how to handle the truck. Probably as good as an experienced guy, but you don't have to know the routes as good, you know? Yeah. Well, could you imagine being an owner operator in like the eighties or nineties? I mean, all the shit that you oh, do today as yeah. far as dealing with brokers. Booking you had loads, to, yeah. You had to call and, into a, yeah. you know, that DAT truck stop started at Jubitz. The, 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 yeah. that load board started as a call-in number. <laughs> you called in and said like, "Hey, I'm empty in fucking Juliet, Illinois." And find me a load uh, bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking to go back here. And whatever that guy told you, you didn't have any numbers to bounce it off of. Yeah. I mean, you could own a truck now, be talking on your cell phone, go on that same cell phone, go yeah. on to Coyote, book a load. You know, it's helped. But this is the next evolution. So, yeah. I mean, people are people are feeding their families great with just Amazon. You know, the Amazon app yeah. And, yeah. and stuff. And so, I mean, that is evolution, like you're saying. And it brings up a lot of great points because I'm sitting over here thinking, like, man, if we had to accounts payable receivable all that stuff the old way like i mean i hate so like my biggest pet peeve is when people are like go ahead and mail me that bol i'm like these people should be banned Banned (laughs) you're canceled you should go to jail for that i I mean literally i mean it's it's such a there's no excuse for it there's no reason for it um checks they should all be banned um yeah it's all evolution of the business this is the next step so Yeah, there's, it's probably going to take some stuff away. I'm it's sure scary. there was like paperwork companies back in the day that did your paperwork for you. Those people had yeah. to figure out how to They're do something. They're not doing else. paperwork anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just you know. I mean, that just comes with with evolution. But I mean, you got to get on the train and ride it, right? Like, uh, think of okay. Let's 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 take the other side of the aisle. Let's say you just you don't want anything to change. What's that world look like? You know. You know what's what's the world look like where none Neander- no technology right like, we, like. we never we never had fire fire's pretty cool man I, you know I, I like being able to cook my foods and when you said get on the train though that is one fucking thing trains god damn those trains like they've been they've been trains forever yeah like you know that's that's one technology somehow that just uh, or evo- you know evolutionary advance I guess you would say that just I mean now they're automated and stuff but just different but I anyways. think I think with trains I mean well train yeah trains have been automated I, I there a lot of different I'd love to own a choo choo train I think they're really cool looking but <laughs> but I mean like if you think I think that's a little bit different of a business model too because if you think about like really with 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 um, intermodal like the cash outlay, like it, like the outlay, like the upfront capital to build the infrastructure and build everything out. That's where all the cost is, right? Like once your track, oh, these tracks and, were laid hundred uh, years uh, ago, right? And then you have some maintenance and shit. But for the most part, it's already laid. All I don't know oh, if yeah. there's permits or whatever. You know, <laughs> the, the 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 really cost, you know, costly thing gets done up front, and then you just get return. You know, it's like buying a house, and yep. you know, you uh, never know. That's what. Autonomous could go that way. We could have one trucker lane in uh, across all the freeways, and they mm. say that could never happen. But there's if you could save the 160 billion a year that you were saying oh, last time, yeah, they'll a throw lot five of stuff happens. They'll throw five <laughs> years of they'll throw a trillion dollars at something. Oh yeah, yeah, and oh, yeah. because there's return after that. Mm. You know, you look at a guy like Warren Buffett invests for 20 and 30 years. He owns the railroads. Mm. He owns all of Burlington Northern, half of you know Union Pacific. He he's a railroader mm-hmm. and a trucker. And he's buying Flying J, pilot. Like he's and he's investing in this, and he's investing in this know, into automation for sure. And he's a conservative guy, yeah. fellow. You know, so super I, conservative. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would. You know, he is like 150 years old too, though. So yeah, and we we it's our responsibility as people and creators, entrepreneurs, people that want to build to actually do whatever it takes to better this and mm-hmm. look into the future. I mean, and if we don't, we're not doing our children a service or their children's children a yeah. service. I mean, we're 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 halting 
progress and yeah. progress is dirty. Like, I mean, there's, there's things about progress that we could sit here and look at the bad side and you'd say, well, yeah, you know, kids are more depressed now because of technology, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, the, at the end of the day, you know, I choose not to look at things that way and choose to look at things. What can this do for, um, for our, the next generations? And that's our responsibility. It's like, it's our, it's our duty as some would say to make sure this happens. Yeah. How yeah. do you make this work for you? Right. How do you make this work for you? Yeah. That, so that's my, that's the way I look at technology myself and anything that's new that's coming out. It's like, okay, so the technology is just a tool that a lot of people can't forget that. Like, it's just a tool. It's not meant to replace anybody. It's not meant to do any, like, it's just a, a new tool that you can add to your kit to use. My question, like the question I'd propose to anybody and everybody that's worried about this or looking forward to it or whatever, it's like, how can you take this new tool that's coming out and we'll get into what that looks like and timelines and all that stuff on the next episode. Stay tuned. <laughs> but, uh, you know, how can you take this tool and add a value to the tool? Like how, what, what is it? What does that tool look like for you? What are you going to use it for? And not just like, whoa, I'm going to fucking use it to move my freight. No, like, what do you, how are you going to specifically yeah. take this tool? Where would you apply it to your business? You know, um, where can you cut, what costs can you cut out the most, you know, um, by utilizing it? I mean, actually analyze the tool and find the best applications for it because, you know, that, you're going to be able to make your business a better business by utilizing it. And uh, I think that's what you got to do with new technologies is, you know, kind of, kind of do that. What can you add to it? Now, what can you take away mm -hmm. or avoid? Love it. Yep. Love it. So uh, one question that uh, we'll shoot out to these guys in a minute. Uh, Trav, are you for or against uh, autonomous? Oh, I'm, I'm for it. I don't know how it's going to look, but, you know, I think there's, if you look and this is where you play it out in your head and say, if you're one of these guys that says, you know, how's the triangles going to get put out? I'm like, figure it out. Yeah. F figure out like, hey, if I had 50 drivers in a local location and these trucks were running through, they're going to be looking for people to go rescue. Develop that, yeah. Y maybe you learn how to operate the, you know, maybe you learn how to operate these things. You can be a mobile, mobile repair, probably going to be fucking huge. Yeah. No. You know, where you got to go out and rescue one of these trucks. You have to start last mile delivery, first mile pickup. You know, how can you insert yourself into this? If this is going to happen, how do you say this would be valuable to these people? They're mm -hmm. not going to be able to solve this. I have 50 years of knowledge in the industry mm -hmm. if you're sitting out there. And yeah. if you just know, like, this isn't going to work like this, think through it. Mm -hmm. How could you develop yeah. something and go to these guys and say, listen, if this happens to you, call my, call my number. Yeah, so <laughs> Here's my card. So much opportunity. You don't have to develop. Yeah. I like that, Trav. You don't have to develop the next self-driving yeah, thing. You I don't have to develop, develop to support that. it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I emailed you something when we were in Idaho, and it was about a newfangled lock that locked from the inside. Yep. Yep. Maybe it's something like that. Mm. Maybe people are going to be worried about food safety, and maybe maybe the guy that makes the lock that locks from the inside, yeah. maybe that's where it's at, because all the trailers, they're going to be worried about a little bit of food safety. Because, mm. yep. you know, that's a big thing that I hear some truckers saying on the, on the forums too, is like, well, if this thing just has to pull over, if it gets a flat tire, then what, ha why, why can't organized crime go shoot the tire out? I mean, literally they could go do that now. Mm -hmm. You but, think a trucker is yeah. going to be willing to die for a fucking load of Coca-Cola? Yeah. Plus do we want a trucker to die for a load of Coca-Cola? No. Of course not. So, course you not. know, I just don't, I don't see like the hijacking trains thing. I don't see that coming up. You must if, have not watched Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you think that's the case, think through like, okay, maybe I need to 
develop uh, something on the reefer that makes it un it can't shut off. Yeah. It, maybe I need to figure out how to lock the trailer. Maybe I need to figure out a new auto inflate system so if the tire does break down, I can give it ten miles. Maybe yeah. I can. I don't know any of this fucking technology, but I guarantee you, like the internet's the greatest thing ever, and the companies that have made the most money on the internet or like Google and Microsoft, they made applications to work on the internet. Mm. They didn't fucking create the internet. No, right. They made it easy to navigate the internet. And if you have problems, that's, you know, your, your safety people, your cyber safety. This is, this is anytime there's a new technology, there's all sorts of stuff they're going to need help with. And that's where the new businesses will be created. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. What about you, Rick? For or against? Um, I, well, you know, oh, yeah, against. Don't you no. fucking say it. <laughs> we need opposing I'm, views. No, I'm for it. I, I think it, it, it matters significantly how it gets executed, but I think it's inevitable. I think if you follow the money, it tells you it's coming. And, and, uh, you know, I think it's a great thing. Just like all innovation is, I can't think of a time that something has been made and so created that's been an overwhelmingly a bad thing, you know? So... Um, you, you got to pick the right company and you got to make sure it gets executed appropriately, but we're just making things bigger and better. I mean, that's what humans do, right? I mean, we just, we just keep making processes better and bigger. That's and it. More efficient. Like my, my entire life is basically stored on this phone or this computer. That It wasn't that way 20 years ago. Not even close. And yeah. most of the high-dollar tech companies you hear of have something to do with that phone or that computer. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're so, figuring out how to make it easier for you to use. Cloud service, you know, we don't have to have a 57-terabyte thing. We can store stuff on the cloud. Most people right. don't even know what that means. When you ask an older person about the cloud, they, they have no fucking clue what the cloud means. It's white and puffy. Yeah. And big, big surprise, I'm, I'm a big uh, supporter of it as well. And I think that, you know, all technology has advanced human life and it's up to the human to take it for what that's worth. Mm -hmm. You know, we can abuse it or we can use it to our advantage. Mm -hmm. That's true with social media. You can make the best of it and you can make the worst of it. It's the, it's the truth with the internet, you know, and uh, blue collar crime or white collar crime, whatever you want to say. So if you want, it just depends on how you want to look at it. But in general, I always think the prog progression is always better. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know. Uh, look like Travis made a great point is, is look how you can add to that because there's going to be um, immense, like you brought it down to just cones. I mean, you literally could start an entire enterprise off of how to make safety uh, regulations for the I trucks. could be broke. I could be to your broke down truck, robot truck in 17 minutes. I, I have drones cones that up. fly cones out yeah. to your broke down truck. People are yeah. like, who's going to fuel it? Like what, what if you have a mobile fueling business? There is not a single mobile fueling business right now. Mm. What if those things can't get somewhere? Miss, you know, yeah. take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause there's going to be a lot of excess money there to go around. Cause and make they will money. make mistakes. They're not afraid of mistakes. Right. Cause they, that's where that money comes in. Yeah. If they burn $20 billion with some fucking mistakes, they're just going to say, well, that's a learning curve. Let's yep. keep going. Figure out how to get some of that twenty billion. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we need your help, like in the last one, and we'll we'll get all these comments and questions. We have had some uh, comments and feedback on our, our first one that was talking about what autonomous uh, trucking was. Some interesting responses there. And uh, but in the comments below, uh, let us know are you for it or against it, and why. You know, I mean, uh, we're, I'm sure like always, we're missing something. We tend to be on the same side of the field, yeah. um, and that's yeah. why we're out in this room hanging out. But. Uh, you know, let us know what uh, what your thoughts are on autonomous trucking and, and, and are you opposed to it or for it. We're going to go into this one here. Yep. Leave the people with this. And next week, we're going to be talking about the future of autonomous trucking, um, which is kind of going to lead into a lot of stuff we talked about now. And it's going to go down maybe in the, the sci-fi stuff. We might have to watch some... Uh, 
some uh, you know uh, fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, some uh, fiction. My, oh, channel my my inner yeah, Bob my, Lazar or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, until then, guys, check us out uh, openhall.com or on Instagram, the World of Trucking Podcast or World of Trucking Podcast. We're all over the place here. We're uh, we're shot out of a canyon. A cannon, as uh, Travis would say, and. Um, TikTok, getting some followers on there. So appreciate you guys' support. Until next time, have a great week and go do something great in the world. You are great. Do something great. Yeah. Later, guys. Mm-hmm.